Yeah, I, I should win just because you had the Timberwolves in the eighth seed. Vasilevsky's been playing really well, and the Lightning have a great offense. Yeah, it was a tremendous shot, and I've come to expect it from LeBron, who's become one of the clutchest players in uh, NBA history as of recently. So I have him going off one night, but I'll, I think he's just going to get tired. So that's why the Nets winning in five. I, I would say I wish the best for the Red Sox, but as a Yankees fan, that's really hard for me to do. The biggest addition to me is Jalen Brunson. Both, both, yeah, both teams that beat the Rangers are rebuilding faster than the Rangers. Why'd you have to name them? Like, seriously. Thanks, man. Uh, to me, those top two starters are Lucas Gailito and Lance Flynn. Kaprizov and the rest of this crew. Jordan Greenway, who doesn't get enough props. Um, he definitely is somebody who needs to be mentioned more. Uh... I definitely think it's going to be a great series, and I'm interested to see um, how much uh, Kaprizov can impact the game as a rookie. How is Joe Burrow going to get the ball to them if his butt is already on the ground when he finally decides who to throw to? Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and that's all I have to say. He's still a top-five quarterback in this league, league, and there's nothing really anyone can do about it. All I could think of was Dame. I, I don't think they will. If they don't have Anthony Davis, I'm saying it right now, if Anthony Davis is out for the playoffs, they don't make it out of the first round. And then I want to talk about the Fernando Tatis extension, because that really surprised me. Because he's so young. The Hurricanes just have too much. They're probably the most complete team this year, and um, I anticipate them winning. You know what this means, Bengals. Take the nice one. Do not let what happened to Andrew Luck happen to Joe Burrow. The first person that who would have thought five years ago that the Clippers and Nets would be facing in the finals. But I have the Sixers versus Jazz. Uh, crazy. And for the for the fans at home, uh, for the listeners at home. Hello, I'm Cy Mendenhall, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our 63rd episode. Make sure to check out our latest interview with Cy Mendenhall, who is a great rugby star. It was great talking to him, and we really appreciated talking to him, and uh, it's great, and you just heard that new intro, so make sure to go check that out. Also, make sure to check out our last episode, which is NHL First Round Review, and so we reviewed it, but that and made some predictions about the second round because our predictions, we got a little messed up by the Maple Leafs, well, just the North Division, division that messed us up, which was surprising. But to get our full thoughts on that, make sure to go check out last episode. Now, we did a little shakeup because we were hope I was hoping the Mavs would win. Austin was hoping Clippers would win, so make sure to go check out our predictions. But since the West is still going on, but the East starts tonight, weird schedule. We're just doing an East review and a second round preview just for the East, and then we'll come out for the West. But for our East... Scoring from our predictions video, Austin and I are tied at seven. So we'll we'll have to see how the West shakes out. Big pivotal matchup Sunday night. But let's start with the first game. I think this one was pretty surprising, just in how they did it. And that of course is the Bucks versus Heat, as Giannis becomes the third player in Bucks history to have a triple double in the playoffs. What are your thoughts on that, Austin? Yeah, I mean, it was a great performance by Giannis and the rest of the crew. Uh, Brooke Lopez really stepped up. He was scoring at least 20 points per game in most of the games that I saw. Drew Holiday was playing great defense. And um, the Bucks were ready after last year losing in the second round to the Heat. Um, they have been to a loss of the sweep. 
I, I had the Bucks in five, so I wasn't all that surprised with this result. Um, but um, I, I really think the the top three seeds in this in this conference are really the ones that I think are finals contenders. So we'll have to see whether or not they can uh, defeat the Nets next round. Yeah, I had the Bucks. I thought it was going to be a game seven. The first game kind of gave me some hope. It going in overtime and Middleton hitting that great shot. But games two and three, I don't believe four, it wasn't that bad. Like game two and game three were pretty bad where they were just blowing them out. Which was just surprising. And that goes to show that getting Drew Holiday, as I think he was a good part, really worked well so far um, in the playoffs this year for the Bucs. Yeah, but, I think it really has shown that uh, the difference between Eric Bledsoe and Drew Holiday and how that trade has really influenced. Uh, Drew Holiday has had more playoff success than Eric Bledsoe in his career. Um, he's made it to the second round with the uh, Pelicans back in 2017, I believe. Uh, and then they, uh, I believe they also made the playoffs with the 76ers uh, in his rookie season in 2013. You can check on that too. I don't know if they made the playoffs that year, but I know he was an all-star uh, so he has more playoff success in the history of Eric Bledsoe. He used to play for the Clippers, but I believe that was before Chris Paul. Uh, it may have been partially with Chris Paul there. But, uh, yeah, it's a great series by Giannis and them, and the uh, Heat are really going to have to review and reload. Um, they made it to the finals last year, but it seemed like the offseason being as short as it was uh, really handed their ability in the playoffs as they retired. But I feel like we can move on to the next series, which was – uh, not close as well. None of the East series were all that close. Um, Nets for Celtics. What do you think about the Nets for Celtics? Uh, yeah, just to go back on playoff series for Eric Bledsoe, uh, Clippers 2012 and 2013, and then just Milwaukee 2018, 2019, and 2020. And then Drew Holiday. Was that the 2017? Because that's, that's what I said about Drew Holiday. Okay, was that he made it in 2017 second round with the Pelicans? I, will I think it was 2017. Let's see. Could have been 18. Will but no, be... I'm thinking 17. Yeah, okay. Oh, 18. Ah. And 15. And then 2012 with Philadelphia. Yeah, I thought it was 2012 with Philadelphia. I saw 2012 or 2013 with Philadelphia. Now, I knew he made it with the Pelicans, but I didn't know. I knew it was one year with KD, and oh, those, two, those two years merged together because uh, the Warriors dominated the playoffs for both years, and neither year was yeah. really close in the finals either. Uh, so those years really merged in my mind. But I knew that they faced a dominant KD-led, uh, or at least KD-helped Warriors team. Yeah. But what do you well, think about the Nets versus Celtics series? It was good. Just pedestrian numbers for you, but it's okay. You'll, you'll, you'll get another day where you go 6 for 6 But Nets versus Celtics, speaking of 6 for 6 and speaking of KD, they, ha- they did really well offensively, which is what everyone expects. To me, the Celtics hurts not having uh, Brown play. Um, so that hurts. But Jason Tatum did go off one night, which was 50 points for the Celtics. But outside of that, they just – it's trouble. And I'm very intrigued by how their front office makeup is going to work. Yeah, because, because Danny Ste- Ainge left, and Brad Stevens is now their head of basketball operations. So it's going to be an interesting – Move and uh, while Jason Tatum had 40 points in game four, his shooting percentage wasn't all that great, and he just attempted a ton of free throws. Um, he was really stifled by the Nets, they didn't allow him to make many threes in uh, game four or game five, 
and uh, they made sure that Campbell Walker didn't get, get going or any of the other guys. Um, it's really damage control, as I like to call it. Um, we'll talk about that again. I will definitely use that uh, that word again uh, against, uh, or at least that phrase, when we talk about the laser series. Because the Nuggets, that's what it was. It was it was damage control. They're like, everybody cannot score unless your name is Damian Lillard. In which case, you can score as many points as you want because one player cannot beat an entire team. And that's really what this was. Uh, the Nets obviously have more stars than the Nuggets, and I think that's why they got it done faster one more game. Uh, faster than uh, uh, six. They got it done in five. Um, but, yeah, uh, the Steve Nash and crew are definitely uh, – viable option to see in the finals and we'll have to see what happens yeah and just to go talk about brad stevens moving to the office have you seen one of the candidates for um the head coaching job for the celtics could it be terry stoss the guy who just got fired by portland uh he could be now but um they were looking at jason kidd which i'm i thought portland was looking at jason kidd because damon lillard was like i need I, i want jason kidd and uh, Jason Kidd gives me uh, – he obviously went to the playoffs with the Bucks, And I, I don't think he was fairly fired. However, Mike Bodenholzer has really uh, succeeded him with more success than obviously he had. Uh, Jason Kidd also coached the Nets for a number of years. And uh, I don't believe he made the playoffs with the Nets. Um, Jason Kidd is obviously just like Steve Nash, except Jason Kidd actually won a championship. <laughs> but uh, – We'll have to see how that works out. I do think he'll get a coaching job. There's now three coaching jobs open, open after Orlando also just uh, released. Or I guess they agreed to part ways is the nice way to put it. But uh, now the Magic jobs open Portland, and so are the Boston Celtics. So I think we can move on to the next series. Sixers versus Wizards. Um, This is really marred by injuries on both sides of the ball. Uh, Joel did get injured in game four, but Davis also got injured in game four and was out for four to six weeks. Anyway, the Wizards obviously had injuries heading into this series. Their starting center and starting small forward were both out. Uh, and Denny and Vihad, their starting small forward, and Thomas Bryant, starting center, both got off to great starts this year. And uh, I do think great things are in the future for the Wizards. Um, besides Russ, their core is pretty young. Brad's only 27, uh, 27 and uh, the rest of the core, Rui, uh, Denny, Thomas Bryant, Davis Bertans, and uh, Daniel Gafford. All these guys are pretty young, and I'm excited to see for the future, but the Sixers are now. Uh, Doc Rivers is really showing uh, his playoff success that he had before. Um, he's coached for a while. I remember back in 2000, he was coaching the, uh, the Magic back when they had uh, Ben Wallace on the team, but uh, that's just a fun fact for all those who don't know, and I have somehow reserved in my memory. But uh, – the Clippers are obviously struggling more with Ty Lives than they have with Doc Rivers. And I think what really is going to tell what's going to happen in the series is the health of Joel Embiid. Uh, Clint Capella is a great defensive center. And if Joel is not 100%, I believe he will be locked down. So we'll have to see what happens. And Ben Simmons needs to make his free throws. What do that's, you think? That's an excellent transition because I was going to talk about Ben Simmons' free throws <laughs> where – the Wizards took a very interesting approach. Just foul Ben Simmons. Hack, and, hack of Simmons, yeah. And he did not he, – he, 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 that was bad. So Ben Simmons is your guy. That's scary because it's probably – it's going to be a much closer game, in my opinion, with the Hawks. And then to talk about the Sixers, you talked about um, Doc Rivers. I'm going to stay within his extended family, I guess, with Seth That's Curry. Pretty. He, he is doing well. Of course, Mavs fans are angry about the trade with Richardson, but 
it is what it is. We still got another pick. But so that's really helping out um, just shooters, which could be difficult for the Hawks as the Knicks offense wasn't really that great when playing. So if Seth Curry gets hot or Danny Green, it could be bad as, as Simmons is a great facilitator. But that's one thing to keep an eye on is his free throws. And now we go to the big thing that we we hinted at it. It's the Hawks versus the Knicks. Trey Young did great in Madison Square Garden. However, some stars for the Knicks, um, Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett, not the series I think they were hoping they would do in this. Uh, they didn't play as well as they wanted to, I think. What are your thoughts? Yeah, just to go back to the Sixers real quick, I wanted to mention this before we moved on, but it's fine. Uh, the Sixers really took advantage of their three-point scoring, like you mentioned. Um, the Wizards have struggled with three-point scoring, and after their best three-point shooter, Davis Bertans, was out. Um, they really struggled, and uh, they're going to have to make some moves. Uh, moves. If Portland uh, does want to trade Damian Lillard, the Wizards are always open. We can trade you Russ and three first or four first-round picks, and we'll take Dame off your hands. But uh, I don't want Dame, if I'm going to be honest, I don't want Dame to leave. Dame gives me a Bradley Beal type of feel. Um, very loyal person that everyone's like, oh, Dame wants to be traded when Dame doesn't want to be traded. Uh, it's it's crazy how people give so little respect to these players and their their wants. Uh, if they want to stay, they want to stay. Don't don't force them to leave. Uh, I love the loyalty and of Dame, and I I prefer him to stay. But if he just want to leave, Washington's always open. Uh, well, but, well, uh, if you're gonna advertise the Wizards, I'm gonna advertise the Mavs. Dame, if you want a seven three guy who is has better days coming you can take Porzingis and we'll take Covington or someone else you want to get rid of but I do agree with you I want Dame to stay yours is probably a more realistic option than Porzingis someone wanting Porzingis right now but we'll get to that depending on how the Mavs play but we'll go back to the east and we'll go to the Hawks what did you think yeah so Trey Young really impressed me but I think the most impressive part was how dominant defensively Capella was against uh, Julius Randle. Julius Randle, the first four games, I think shot 24.1%. Yeah, it was really bad. Uh, and, and in game five, he didn't shoot too much better. and made Rose's percent up to like 27 or 28 for the series. Uh, but Derek Rose was their best player on their team, and that really cannot happen when you have star players, star young players like R.J. Barrett and uh, Julius Randle, who you mentioned. You can also throw Emmanuel quickly in there. Alec Burks was also a great asset, and I do think they're going to re-sign him. Um, he was their best bench scorer throughout the entirety of the series and really through the entirety of the season. Um, the injury of Mitchell Robinson is not mentioned enough, but uh, I don't know how much I, – I think they may trade him for cap reasons and just go the Nerlens Noel route. Um, he'll be a cheaper option than someone who just, is not as injury-prone as Mitchell Robinson struggled with not only leg injuries, but also he broke his wrist. Uh, so we'll have to see what happens, but I, I, I think the Hawks are ready for this next round. And Neil Garland already has made the playoffs every year forever now. He even went to OKC last year with the Chris Chris Paul. And now Chris Paul obviously made it with the Suns this year after they haven't made it forever. And then Danilo goes to the Hawks, and they make it for the first time since 2016. So I think that's something to say with those two former Clippers players that they're now winning somewhere else other than L.A. <laughs> Yeah, L.A. <laughs> definitely wants those wins. Um, but we'll, let's talk about that more in the West. Um, what did you say was Randall's final um, for, uh, field goal percentage for the series? I know that through the first three or four games, it was 24.1%. So I go around 28, 29. That is absolutely correct. 
it's 20 it's 0.298 so that's the total i i don't know about the specific games but right now it says total field goal percentage during that series was 29.8 so unacceptable Oh, yeah. uh, that's your star all-star player who is averaging a ton of points. You can't have D Rose and Alec Burks be your two top options. Uh, I know Todd Gibson also played particularly well for the team as a defensive option, but obviously he's not his prime and cannot score like he used to, even though he never was a volume scorer. But uh, yeah, the Knicks are going to have to, like uh, I said, for the for the Heat review and reload. I, I I think the defensive abilities of the Knicks will be expounded next year and the. Uh, Tom Thibodeau will continue to be a great head coach, but um, he just has to make sure not to overplay his stars. We did with D Rose earlier, and I think they'll be fine. Julius needed this. Uh, the uh, the Knicks, even though they were a four seed, in my mind, weren't a four seed, um, especially if they would have been in the East. They just had a great regular season, and uh, they were trying hard to get every game. They needed this exposure to the playoffs. Uh, the Hawks just had more experience. Lou Williams has obviously made it far, and so, like I said, Daniel. Uh, Danilo Gallinari has made it with the, he made it with the Nuggets before he made it with the Knicks when he played for the Knicks. Uh, he's played for the team for a while. He's played for the Knicks, Nuggets, Clippers, uh, and OKC, and now the Hawks. So he's gone a long way. But like like I said, Lou Williams also adds to that, uh, as I believe he was on the same 76ers team as Drew Holiday. You can check that out. I think 2012 he was also on that team. Uh, I will so. check that out. Um, and then talk about D Rose. They, um, I think it was game three, game two is when he, they started playing more, and then game three started because they really wanted to infuse some offense into that lineup. But so that's something I'm sure the Knicks are going to go after in offense. And he was at Philadelphia in, in 2012. 12. Yes, yeah, that's what so I you are correct. I know he also played for the Raptors in 13-14 when he won his first six-man of the year. So, I mean. Not 13-14. then? Yeah, 14-15. Uh, close okay. enough. You're, you're, you're coming back from that slow start. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying episode. to rattle off as many stats as possible to try to fix my shooting percentage. Yeah. You're, you're get, you definitely have a better shooting percentage than uh, Randall's playoff series. Pretty sure. I don't need to do the yeah. math on that. But so let, let's something. move on to the yeah. yeah, let's move on to the second round and review this. So the first game of the Sixers Hawks series will not be today today. It will be tomorrow at noon. Um I think this series is really gonna be marked by the effect of Joel Embiid's health. Um and I really anticipate this to be a closer series than most anticipate. I, I would probably take Sixers and six. Um, but we'll have to see. Uh, if Joel Embiid is completely out for this series, as I know he has a partial tear and something in his knee, um, the Hawks may be a surprise victor here. What do you think? I'm probably still going to roll with Sixers, probably because of their defense and not only their defense, but I think they have an offense that can help score. Unlike the Knicks, they couldn't score, but they had they did some great they did play some great defense. Just they couldn't score anyway. Um, and that is part because of the Hawks defense, but with the Sixers, I think you have some great shooters. Definitely going to be interesting to see how, uh, the sick, how Simmons responds and how rivers, uh, changes up the lineup to maybe avoid what we saw with the wizards, just fouling Ben Simmons to have him shoot free throws and he just misses them. Yeah. And I think it's very important to realize, Especially for the Hawks, that 
Uh, oh, well, not, not for the Hawks, for the 76ers, that the Hawks are not the Wizards, the Hawks can shoot threes. Danilo can shoot threes, Trey Young can shoot threes, Bogdan can shoot threes. Uh, so this team is... Hooter, I'm pretty sure, am I saying? Yeah, yeah, Kevin Herter, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Lou Williams. Uh, it, it's a three-point shooting team, and so they're going to have to be aware of that. Cam Reddish can also shoot threes, I haven't mentioned him. Uh, DeAndre Hunter can shoot threes. So I, I do think this is going to be a good matchup. I still take Sixers and Six, and so... It should be a good series. Uh, the only reason why I take the Sixers here is because, um, and despite their injury concerns with Joel, Doc Rivers has a lot more experience than Nate McMillan, especially in this point in the playoffs. And so I think that advantage will go to them. But we can move on to the next series, Bucks versus Nets, which starts today at 6 p.m. Uh, Central. That noon tomorrow is also Central, so Eastern Time one, and today Eastern Time 7 p.m. Um, I think this should be a really good series. I think I had Nets in five or six before and i'm gonna stick with that uh i don't know too well if the uh the it's gonna have to be a great series from chris middleton i really think he is the x factor in this series if chris middleton can have a a, a tremendous series and Giannis can keep up his great performances from round one they have a chance and so uh yeah chris middleton is my man if, if he does bad they lose if he does exceptionally well averaging 30 points per game I'd be surprised if they lost. We'll have to see. He he's going to have to match KD point for point. Okay, um, so very true about Middleton. I'm probably going to go with uh, Holiday, um, just on his defensive side, because um, there's no way you can stop Kyrie or Harden, but just to limit one of them to lesser amount of points, it'll be interesting how Giannis rebounds because you're definitely going to see him impact on the defensive side. Um, that's why I see him making most of it because. A lot of people have build a wall against them. And then I'm just double checking our predictions. You do have, um, you had Nets in six. And then I have Sixers in six um, versus the Knicks, but I still believe Sixers in six. Um, and so then mine were, Sixers in what? You had Sixers in five, but that was versus the Knicks. So um, I still get all the points if that's right. But yeah. But, like, still, those are just your predictions in the predictions video. If you want to find more analysis, make sure to check out that video. But I definitely agree this is going to be a great series. And it is also a pivotal series, I believe, in our predictions video, as you and I differ. Because I have Bucks and you have Nets. Yeah, I have the Nets winning the championship. So if they lose to the Bucks, uh, not looking too great. I also need the Clippers, obviously, to win tomorrow. Because uh, I have them also going into the finals. Uh, I need another 45-point night from Kawhi, but as a Dallas native, uh, the Clippers losing won't be the worst thing in the world. Uh, I, I could live with it. It's a one-win scenario for me. Yeah. Either my family's happy or I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I sort of, if they lose, I still get one point because of seven games, but it'd be nice if I can get those three. But uh, I digress. But I think that concludes our review. Definitely going to be some good matchups and can't wait to talk about the West because that is going to be a very interesting episode as we discuss that. And a good thing, though, for you, if just to go to shift to the NHL, as y'all should check out our NHL predictions video, the Hurricanes did win one game, so it's now 2-1. So you're not... Yeah, we, need, I, we need to do that. Yeah, it's better... It's looking bright for you, a little or less bleak. 
I think it's a better answer. We'll see how they do tonight, as I believe they play tonight. But now, make sure to check out those episodes you were talking about. And then our next episode that we postponed, just so we can talk about the East, is rookie the rookie QBs from last season. So Tua, Joe Burrow, Ben DiNucci, Jalen Hurts. And I was correct. It was episode 15, if you were listening to the last episode. So make sure to check out episode 15. If you're new and we talk about um, QBs where they were, where they were at that moment. And then next episode, we will talk about what happened, how they evolved, if they got hit so hard that they had to have surgery on their knee. So that will be a season review. And then we will add in a little bit of predictions, which should be interesting. So make sure to check out that next episode. Thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions.